Welcome back to the Father Samba Podcast. I'm Father Samba. This is my podcast. Okay, so it's been a couple months since I've talked on the podcast, which I'm sure many people don't really miss me, but you know what? I am back, and it's the end of the year. I think now that we've finished Thanksgiving, it's important that we finally recognize December's here. You can finally start going crazy about Christmas. I don't know. You ever notice that a lot of the adults who are really into Christmas, a ton of them probably had really bad childhoods. I don't want to sound really mean, but certain people, it's a little creepy. Look, the moment you have to put away the October Halloween stuff, that doesn't mean you have to go straight to December. I've already said this. I'm going to say it again. Thanksgiving matters. I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit of a hard-ass. You can celebrate Christmas and all that the day after Thanksgiving, but as long as there's turkey on the plate, you better shut up about that ho-ho-ho crap. Not to sound like the Grinch or anything, but you know what? There's a time for Christmas, and you know what? Early November is not Christmas season. No. Yeah, no, it's just people need to recognize that it's all sequential. You can't skip any of the steps. And people are a little too giddy for Christmas, which, I mean, I get it. You probably have good memories associated with either watching Christmas movies or, I don't know, chestnuts roasting on open fire. I don't I don't know what you're into. I'm not going to kink shame here. But yeah, now that's finally December, you can finally listen to all that Christmas stuff. Just please don't listen to that Mariah Carey song. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to be honest, I didn't even work retail at any store that would play All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah, I'm trying to think, because the only time I had retail experience at a store that had radio, I think it was mainly Feliz Navidad. That's just the demographics of my neighborhood. But, yeah, I lucked out, and thankfully, I don't have to work retail ever again. Or at the very least, I don't have to use it to pay my bills. But yeah, a little bit of a milestone I reached a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I finally paid off my student loan debt. It took about five and a half months of being out of college. But yeah, I'm actually pretty proud of it because a lot of people I know, they're in five-figure debt. I can't say six-figure debt. They're not in the hundred thousands. Quite frankly, if you finish your undergrad with over 50000 in debt, you kind of failed. I don't want to be that guy, but you know what? There were options that were cheaper, and you just picked an expensive option. 40000 is probably the most acceptable I'll do, but anything above that for just a bachelor's, you kind of played yourself. So yeah, now I'm just going to be saving up. Hopefully, I'll be able to afford a house by the time I'm 30. Hey, I mean, look, I'm not saving up for a house because it's easy. I'm saving up because it's hard. Yeah, it's going to be a tough market. Right now, the rates are still pretty high. The cost of houses is also pretty high, but I'm going to be ambitious. I'm saving up money, and then this is where I'm going to just put all my money to this basket. I'm sure there will not be another 2007 crash the moment I buy the house and suddenly it loses all its value. But yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I still don't quite get that feeling that I'm an adult. Or at the very least, I don't feel like I'm grown yet. Yeah, I'm paying rent. I've got bills to pay. I still depend on my parents for health insurance, but, you know, that's just the one thing. 
I pay for my car, I pay for my rent, tuition, I paid all of that. Yeah, I just can't believe that there are people who depend on their parents financially on so many different things, because honestly, I felt guilty asking my parents for money growing up. And my parents, I tell them about them, they're like, good. Yeah, you know, it teaches you the value of a dollar if you have to work for it, or at the very least, you feel bad about asking for help. But yeah, you know what, it builds lots of character, and quite honestly, I feel like I'm coming out on top compared to plenty of other people. Yeah, because I don't know how people can just go through college and not work at all. Yeah, with me, I consistently worked usually about 20 hours a week for most of college. There were some exceptions, of course. There was one year that I just didn't work, but that's because of the pandemic and we are taking care of my great-grandpa. And, you know, it'd be great if I didn't kill him. See, so, yeah, I took a year off of school, but at the same time, I worked my ass off through lockdown, and I saved up some good money. It was enough money that it helped me pay off all of my sophomore year of community college, and then it helped me pay for my junior year of college when I transferred over to Ferris. Yeah, it's weird to think. Just, wow, college is over. I don't have to go back. I mean, there are some people who are saying, you know, what if you go to get your MBA I'm not getting my MBA unless the company pays for it. And, well, the company I'm working for right now, they don't do tuition reimbursement, so I don't have an incentive to go back. I make decent money. I don't need to put myself in debt yet again, just make five extra dollars per hour. I'm happy with my pay right now. I mean, once I have a mortgage, I might want something a little bit higher, but, you know, that's a little bit down the road. I've got probably about five years before I can buy a house. I want to make sure I have a decent down payment first. I probably only have about 2% right now. I want to grow it to at least 10%. I don't know. My credit's not that great. I'm still building it. That's the thing. I know some people who still don't have a credit card, and they're, they're approaching their mid-20s. Yeah, I think you need to have a credit card. You just don't use it unless you really need to. I mean... Depends on who you're getting your information from for financial advice. Because, yes, yeah, some people, they say credit card for regular payments like your streaming services, your gas. You only use it for that. You pay it off as soon as it takes money from the account, which is really good advice. Because, yeah, when I got my first credit card back in 2022, so, yeah, last year, my credit was not great. It was in the 500s. Now I worked hard. Now it's in the upper 600s. It's not great, but you know, it's better than plenty of people's. I pay my stuff off. I'm responsible. I don't want to be a bum. Yeah, does anyone else feel incredibly guilty when you owe people money? Honestly, I think it's kind of a sign that you're a good person if you don't want to mooch off other people. You just have that little Jiminy Cricket telling you you're a piece of shit every day. Okay, I don't know if I am sounding funny or if I'm just depressing. I kind of need someone to tell me that, but, you know, at the moment I'm just recording by myself, so we'll really see. But yeah, I guess I can tell you about my day, yeah. So I work remote, and I have some of the noisiest upstairs neighbors. Yeah, this is technically off-campus housing. It's mainly catering towards young people, college age or newly graduated. But yeah, I guess I happen to live underneath the only tenants that have a toddler. And boy, can that kid stomp. My God. Yeah, today, the, just so much stomping. It was like having a hippopotamus doing laps. 
I mean, yeah, you can only hit the ceiling so many times before you get in trouble. But honestly, kids got to learn. My parents trained me to not be loud because my neighbors would be able to hear me. Yeah, I was talking with my sister about that. And then she said, no, they were just saying that because they didn't want us to be loud. They didn't care about the neighbors, which, I mean, I get that. Quite honestly, though, it taught us a little bit about spatial awareness and I guess to a lesser extent empathy. I'm not saying I'm the most empathetic person, but when it comes to noise, I don't want to be that guy. Though I'm often that guy to other aspects. But yeah, end of the year, I can't believe the year is finally over. It's been a very strange year. Yeah, because I'm not sure if it was from this year or December of 2022. I was talking about just looking for apartments, and yeah... It's weird to think about just how much we've all grown as people. Sometimes the waistband, sometimes mentally, yeah. But still, it's kind of interesting because I was looking for apartments around this time last year, and then at the very last second, I was able to get the one that I had in Big Rapids. But I mean, yeah, it also kind of feels weird that, yeah, I'm probably going to be moving apartments next year. Mainly, yeah, the neighbors suck, but also, yeah, our landlady has just been she's, I'm not sure if this is her decision or what but it's just been kind of greedy on someone's side yeah they decided to raise rent for next year up by I think seven and a half percent which compare that to what three percent inflation yeah so we're only going to be paying way more and then I doubt I'm going to be getting a raise this year so yeah that's going to be a yeah, that's going to be a seven percent pay cut on top of groceries costing more again. But yeah, we're looking for another place that has in-unit washer-dryer. I mean, I'm not complaining about the Wi-Fi, and I don't care about having cable or not. I don't watch TV. I listen to music, goddammit. I'm a legend. But yeah, mainly we're looking for something with in-unit washer-dryer so we don't have to either go to someone's house pay more for the stinky smelling machines that we have in our complex. No joke, I think they're charging a dollar per load. And then we got a note saying, oh yeah, we're going to raise it to a dollar fifty. That's great, that's only about a 50% increase. I know it's 50 cents, but you know, every cent goes a long way, especially in this economy. Okay, sorry, I feel like I've just been ranting for the past 10 minutes. But you know what, hey, this is why you're here. I'm not in traffic, I'm not driving, so you know what? I'm safe. I'm not in any threat of crashing or killing anyone. But yeah. I guess there are a couple of things I do want to talk about. Yeah, I'm sure everyone and their grandma has been talking about it, but you know what? Tipping culture has been getting way out of hand. Because I'm sure you heard about how there was a Walmart that charged, that had the tip screen show up for the self-checkout. Okay, Walmart, first of all, you're already in deep shit because you're not hiring new people. And the people you do have are on welfare because you're not paying them enough. But yeah, seriously, they want you to tip the machine. The machine doesn't have bills. The machine doesn't have family. Why the fuck am I paying you that? The only person you're tipping in that situation is the damn CEO. I'm not tipping them. Suck my dick. I'm not tipping a screen when I had to 
do all the scanning myself and all the bagging. Fuck that shit. I'm not paying you anymore. You already jacked up the price 20%. I'm not giving you an extra 20 on top of that. Yeah, another thing, I've just realized, what should I tip for? If it's a delivery, sure, I will give a tip because the company doesn't pay them gas. Which, even so, we're getting a new Aldi's that's opening up in a couple of weeks. I'm just going to go there and then do pickup order. I'm not going to be paying the extra exorbitant fees for delivery. What else do you tip? Yeah, you tip the wait staff. If you're doing takeout, I'm not fucking tipping you for... You put my burrito in a box and you have the fries that are cold already. Fuck you, I'm not tipping you. What else? Okay, if they have a little thing on their menu saying... We have a 20% surcharge to make sure everyone in our restaurant is paid equally. Aren't you a cute little hippie? I'm not tipping you then. Fuck you. It's 20 bucks for a sandwich, and then the side is just soggy chips. The I think you dipped in water. Yeah, fries cost $4 too. Fuck you. I'm not giving you a goddamn tip. The only tip you're getting is the tip of my finger hitting the no tip. Yeah, hairdressing, yeah, it makes sense that you want them tip as well. Because if I'm known as the guy who doesn't tip, they might mess up my hairdo. And people have to look at me when I do my job. So I don't want to end up looking like a madman. So, you know, you got to tip. Unless, of course, you have family that will cut your hair for free. In that case, well, you don't have to tip then because you family discount. Okay, yeah, I've just been going around every topic because I've been thinking about what I was going to talk about next. Okay, there's another thing I've been seeing on TikTok lately where... Millennials have just been causing a generational war. I don't know why they're doing it. They're just bored and they haven't grown up yet. But every video they have is like, Oh my god, why is Gen Z literally obsessed with us? And then it's just kids who are in high school making fun of people who are 30 and are chronically single. Yeah, look, millennials, you kind of deserve some of the hate you get. Remember 2010 when you had some of the most offensive humor ever, and then came 2017 and you tried to pretend that that wasn't your humor. Yeah, great. And then if people made those same jokes that you were making, you decided to make sure they lose their job and their family starves. Yeah, you're really doing the Lord's work here by complaining about jokes. There are people dying because they can't afford to eat, but you know what? Yeah, you're focusing on the real issues. Also, your kids don't know how to read. I've watched so many videos about how these iPad kids, they lack the basic reading comprehension skills because their parents are not reinforcing the stuff that's in the classroom. You can't just expect the schools to do all the teaching for you. You have to put in a little bit of effort. I understand that you can't afford a house and you're working two to three jobs to pay rent, but at the same time, you need to make sure your kid's not dumb and you can't just blame the schools all the time. You know, when I was a kid, my parents read to me, and sometimes they would have me read to them. You know, I got out the Dr. Seuss, the one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. You get the cat and the half, the Grinch. Have the kids read every now and then. Have them read books. My mom's really into that. If I was in third grade and didn't know how to read, my mom would be looking for a tutor as soon as possible. And we didn't even have much money when I was in third grade, but you know what? There are certain things that you just have to pay money for. And when it comes to literacy and making sure your kid's not stupid, yeah, you need to really make sure you put the money and invest in your kid's future. Yeah, another thing that's kind of weird about being in your kind of early 20s, starting to mid-20s is, yeah, people are 
all kinds of crazy different milestones in life. Because, yeah, there's, I just found out that another person that I went to high school with got married recently. I think she's 23 now, which, wow, it's hard to believe that, yeah, there was one person who got married in Hawaii that I knew. A couple weeks later, there's that giant fire on the main island. I want to pretend that he's at fault, but you know what? I don't want to be an asshole and sabotage anything. But yeah, it's weird, because, yeah, you have people who are getting married. Yeah, there are a couple of people that I knew from school who have kids now. Yeah, one person from my grade, one person the grade below me, and now a person two grades below me. So, damn. Already a new generation of idiots is approaching us. And then, at the same time, you have people, they took a couple gap years in college, they're trying to fix what they did during 2020. And then I know people who just who still haven't figured out their life. They're not getting any younger, but yeah, some people, they still don't have their licenses. They don't really have the most steady work, which it kind of just shows the diversity of experience that people in their 20s have. And then I've seen posts about, you know what, you shouldn't expect to have everything figured out in your 20s. Yeah, true. I mean, there are some things you just have to kind of figure out yourself. But at the same time, some people, their lives are living train wrecks, and they should have fixed things years ago. I don't want to judge people. I don't want to seem like an asshole. But at the same time, you need to have certain things done by a certain age. Otherwise, people are going to look down on you and think that there's something seriously wrong with you. Sorry, is that depressing? I am really sorry. On another note, let's talk about Christmas music. Yeah, okay. If you need to listen to a Christmas album, there is one album that you need to listen to. It's the Phil Spector Christmas album. Did he kill that lady? Yeah, he did. But you know what? He did a very good Frost the Snowman. Yeah, also the best Christmas song ever, Darling Love, Christmas Baby Please Come Home. That is one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. I was first exposed to that from the Gremlins movie, actually, and then... Hard to believe, but yeah, when I discovered that entire album, Merry Christmas to You from Phil Spector, I fell in love with it. It is one of the best Christmas albums of all time. Sure, there might be some other people who have done other albums, like Michael Bublé, Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby. But you know what, if you want to hear just a diverse, different gr- numbers of groups performing, that's the one you listen to, because it's just an amazing album. The instrumentation... They actually had musicians playing. It wasn't just a girl in her bedroom going, it wasn't some dude mumbling to a mic going, they were legitimately talented musicians, and then they were working hard to make a very fine work of art, and they did. So yeah, I recommend listening to that album. It's on streaming. But yeah, on another note, talking about the end of the year, talking about Spotify wrapped, yeah, it's a great way to expose who has shitty taste in music. Because, yeah, there are plenty of people I know where their top artist is Taylor Swift, and I go, ugh. Yeah, the Swifties, they deserve the hate they get. I know that I said the same thing about millennials, but you know what? Beatles fans, when people say the Beatles sucked, they'll just laugh and go, haha, okay. I mean, they know that the haters are wrong, but they're not going to personally attack. The Swifties, on the other hand, they act like defending a billionaire is a full-time gig. Don't get me wrong. I respect Taylor Swift when it comes to business. She was able to get the rights to her songs again by re-recording, and she was able to fool her fan base into buying and listening to it, despite the songs being ones that they've already heard about a billion times. 
it's very lucrative, and I'm glad that she did that, because it kind of shows that artists can take control, and certain fan bases are kind of stupid. But yeah, I wanted to kind of pull up, I know that you probably don't care, but Spotify for podcasters, they have a little bit of a wrapped, and I kind of want to show you that, kind of read through it for you. I had to pre-record it because my computer is a decade old and it won't let me have two applications open at the same time, but gonna switch over to iPad Sam in 3, 2, 1. Okay, I guess my computer's a little old, so it's not letting me look at the wrapped for podcasters feature, but you know what? I've got my iPad. Wow, it actually works on the iPad. Hot dog. Well, it's good to know that something I own works. Yeah. If this is what happens when you're kind of broke. You can't afford new equipment. You kind of have to just live off of what you got. Wow, the father son of a podcast. Your rap is here. Let's go. People were really, really feeling what you do. Well, I just complain about everything. Okay. Let's see here. Okay, I have to use my finger to touch this. Okay. Ready? Let's take it from the top. Sure, yeah, why not? Speaking of top, your top episode was, yeah, it was streamed 81% more than your average episode. Yeah, I don't care. Let's hear it for the new fans. <coughs> Let's hear it for the new fans. I was choking on my food. 50% of your listeners discovered you in 2023. Yeah, they discovered me the same way Columbus discovered mermaids yeah how does it feel to have gone global you make me seem like i'm a sell-off you were streamed in two whole countries holy fucking shit i mean yeah the u.s is the top one but yeah okay your listeners have good taste obviously that's debatable okay yeah the top podcast genres for my listeners it was fiction tv and film and then society and culture I'm none of those things, so yeah. Your listeners' top music genres were pop, dance, rock, and pop. Okay. Your listeners definitely told their friends about you. Wow, your podcast is shared all over. You have Instagram. Yeah. I guess this means more when you have more people who've listened. Your most shared episode was... Yeah, okay. Wow, my podcast rating was 5.0. I'm guessing that's out of 100. Wow, that's cute. Thank you for sharing your podcast with the world. Speaking of sharing, we made something just for you. Wow. I created three hours of content this year. Well, you're not getting your three hours back, all 184 minutes. Sorry, you're not getting it back, sucker. Okay, I'm going to see if I can pull up my Spotify wrap. This is for my music. This will take me a quick sec, just have to just get the screenshot ready. Okay, yeah, because I'm not gonna just pull it up because it's gonna play audio that I don't own the rights to. I don't listen to my own music religiously. No one should listen to my music religiously. But yeah, I'm gonna kind of go through what I had. Your top genre is delicious. Yeah, the top was singer-songwriter, also known as really depressing, then rock, alternative rock, rock and roll, and lo-fi. You know, that's the problem I have with a lot of these, is 
the genres are pretty much the same. There's a slight nuance, and then they're like, oh, it's a totally different genre. Fuck you. And then they're like, oh, yeah, the people who listened to your... The people who listened to similar music to you, Burlington, USA. They don't say what state Burlington is, so I'm not going there, but they're like... People here are way more likely to be fans of the Magnet Field, the Big Star, and the Velvet Underground. I think everyone should be. Okay, I don't play songs as obsessively as some people do, because it looks like my top song, I only played it 15 times this year. Okay, but yeah, the top songs I had was As You Turn To Go by The Six, Chicken With Its Head Cough by The Magnetic Fields, Born On Train, Strange Powers, Don't Really Love You Anymore. The, all five of these songs were written by the same person. But, you know, it's two different bands, you know, it's a little bit different. But yeah, say hello to your top artist, The Magnetic Fields. Yeah, I'm actually going to be seeing them in April, so it's kind of funny that I'm talking about them yet again. I've probably talked about them way more than anyone cares to listen. But yeah, I was in the top 0.05% fan. Yeah, so for reference, I did the math. They had a certain number of listeners every month. Fewer than 300 people listened to them as much as I did, which is 3,282 minutes in a year. But yeah, my top artists were the Magnetic Fields, as I said. Tom Waits as... I'm not sure if I've talked about Tom Waits in any of my past podcast episodes, but I enjoy his music. It's real, It's what I call scare-the-hoe music. After that is the Beatles, because, of course... Granted, they're not counting when I was listening on my CDs, because... For some reason, Spotify, they don't have the mono albums on Spotify, so yeah, had to actually purchase the box set, which it's worth it, though. I enjoyed it. Then after them, Bon Iver, and then The Sixth. But what type of listener am I? Oh boy, The Hypnotist. Your concentration is absolute, friend. You like to play albums all the way through, from the opening track to the final note. Well, yeah, because that's how you listen to an album. I get that a lot of people who listen to playlists, but if you want to get a more cohesive work, you need to actually listen to the album start to finish. I'm a purist when it comes to that. I mean, sure, I probably could have released my album in different chunks, multiple EPs, but, you know, I wanted to have an album just to say that I made an album. Yeah, I still don't have songs of college up on any string other than soundcloud but you know what maybe next year yeah i yeah it turns out for festival of the arts and grand rapids they're actually letting you do your applications early because yeah december you can do it i'm guessing they want their money now because yeah they charge 20 bucks for this past year which i get that everything is costing more but at the same time Musicians don't have that much money. They really don't. I'm broke. I don't know what my budget was for this album. Nothing. But, you know, it's not about the money. It's about telling people how much I hated college. 13 tracks at a time. But yeah, it looks like I went through all of that. I'm gonna start editing up this episode. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful time. And hopefully I don't sound criminally depressed.